1: So, I are you, do you, are you a believer in this um, Russian WikiLeaks part of the, the WikiLeaks part of this? I mean, I was pretty amazed to see uh, this story on the Observer. Now, the Observer you might know is owned by Jared Kushner, um, who is married to Ivanka Trump. So, uh, very oh, much wow. in the campaign, um, okay, uh, of mm-hmm. this, and has endorsed Donald Trump. Uh, Recent WikiLeaks dump of 20,000 emails belonging to the Democratic National Committee has caused Mm. political sensation and a scandal on a grand scale. Internal communications reveal nothing flattering about the DNC or Hillary Clinton. WikiLeaks has thrown an ugly wrench into Hillary's coronation. DNC emails reveal that she's shady and dishonest, not to mention corrupt. Blah, blah, blah. The ramifications of this uh, massive leak are already serious. Debbie Wasserman Schultz, sadly, sadly, has been forced to step down. She Mm. won't even do the, the gavel thing now. We know that. Hmm. No secret that the DNC was recently subject to a major hack, one which independent cybersecurity experts easily assessed as being the work of Russian intelligence through previously known cutouts. One of them, called Cozy Bear or Apartment 29, has used spear phishing to gain illegal access to many private networks in the West, as well as the White House, the State Department, Joint Chiefs of Staff, as well, last year, another hacking group involved in the attack of the DNC called Fancy Bear Apartment 28 is a well-known Russian fr- Russian front, as the observers previously called. So there's Cozy Bear Apartment 29 and Fancy Bear Apartment 28. Yes, those All are right. the two. Okay. These bears didn't uh, make much efforts to hide the <clears throat> DNC hack. In one case, leaving behind a Russian name uh, as a signature, and Kremlin attribution has been confirmed by independent analysis as uh, a second cybersecurity firm. The answer then is simple: Russian hackers working for the Kremlin uh, cyber-pilfered the DNC, then passed the data, including thousands of unflattering emails to WikiLeaks, which is shown into the world. Story goes on and on and on. Um, I thought the most important part of it, though, was, in there they talk about the ties of the Trump campaign. To the Kremlin. And again, this is owned by By Ivanka Trump's wife. Husband. I mean, husband. Yeah. Ivanka Trump's Trump's husband owns this site. Yeah. And here is the I mean, Trump can't be happy with that, right? I know. And this is the second time they've gone out and done this. Because the observer is known of being a generally liberal paper. Um, And, of course, Kushner Mm. is also known to be generally liberal, as you saw with Ivanka. She's known to be generally liberal. And, of course, by the way, Donald Trump has been known to be generally liberal. Um, So, Mm. uh, you know, they have all these people running a liberal site, and then all of a sudden they come out and endorse Donald Trump because, you know, I'm married to his daughter. um, And that winds up Mm -hmm. with a lot of these uncomfortable moments. Um, But they point out that absolutely Assange is, at this point, as well as Snowden, uh, actors for the Russian government. They are working on their behalf. Uh, they are working on their behalf to get Donald Trump elected, was the was the main focus of the piece. Wow. Kind of amazing. And Snowden, they say Edward Snowden is working for the Russians now, yeah. too. Um, in fact, they say that WikiLeaks mm. arranged um, Snowden's arrival in <clears throat> Russia because they knew the FSB was friendly to people wow. leaking things about Um, the government uh, here and Mm -hmm. now apparently the dnc interestingly too uh goes through that some of these emails apparently aren't real um what the russians have done is leak a bunch of legitimate emails and then slide some in that are fake in the middle of it so everyone assumes they're all real but apparently they're actually not all real including one that targets james carville um uh for saying something he didn't say uh, which is kind of interesting, at least uh, if it's you know if it all winds up playing out. But I found it interesting to say because it's Paul Manafort has been the guy who's been working with you know these very closely aligned uh, Russian um, sources and dictators uh, of puppet regimes and such mm-hmm. for many years, um, and that's why he was they were able to get him at the time Trump uh, hired Manafort. He was not in demand at all. He was just the best guy they could get because. Most people were not taking jobs with him at that point. Now, some of that has started to happen now that he's the nominee, but people wanted to, at that point, avoid the Trump campaign because it was looked at as a disaster for for their future. Well, not for Paul Manafort. Manafort already didn't have a future. He was working with Russian dictators. You know, he was working with uh, you know, the Russian-backed Ukrainian uh, dictator. Um, he was, work- he was you know, in those circles anyway and kind of had given up, I think, on a U.S. political future. And that's why he was able to be brought back into the campaign at that time. Now, look, things have changed and people have lined up behind Trump. But still, it's an interesting thing to see in the observer of all places.
0: Yeah, it is. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home.